0: everybody. I'm Meredith and I'm part of the Fade to Gray Patreon and I've got some great news for you. Are you paying too much for your auto, home, life, or small business insurance without having your own agent you can trust to advise you correctly? Insurance agent Chad Johnson has multiple companies to offer these products and is licensed in Missouri, Illinois, Oklahoma, Kansas, Arkansas, and Iowa. Call or text message him at 417 421 2925 for a no obligation quote on any of your insurance needs again that's call or text message 417-421-2925 ladies and idiots
1: this is the fade to gray podcast
2: everything will be aces let's get fade guys Hell yeah. he has many and i mean many Leather-bound books on shelves made of a rich mahogany. Now you've heard of gay conversion therapy.
3: Well, this is gray conversion therapy. I think you're going to like it.
1: I'm not braver than you. I'm just drunker than you. And you're fabulous, you deserve to be told you're fabulous. What do
4: you think about the podcast?
1: It sucks. Nice.
4: Good day, faders. Today we got Chris, Omar, Andy, Seth, and me, Renee. We have a roundtable discussion about the moon landings. With the awesome Dan Smuts from the System is Down podcast.
3: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Renee, did you just say that we have a guy from System of a Down? I'm so excited. (laughs) Toxicity meant so much to me. And that one album. (laughs) Oh,
4: this is so exciting. Holy shit. Let's call it the System is Down podcast, guys. He's also having his own very media agency called Gulas Media, Gulash Media, I'm sorry. And he's busy making a doc- documentary about the moon landings being faked. It's called The Moon, The Myth, and The Legend. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dan Smots. Oh.
5: Yeah.
0: Welcome, welcome, Thank welcome. Thank you. Yeah, if I, uh, you know, I've gotten so many people make the, uh, the system of a down. <laughs> I can't even say it right anymore. Uh, people always get it mixed up. And I've actually had people from other countries, like uh try and join our forum and then i go to their page i'm like what brought you to this forum just out of curiosity then i scroll down and it's like they've got different bands like corn and system of a down and stuff like that i'm like well i'll let you in but you're not gonna like it <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> will None not last here. long
5: <laughs> well dan it's good
1: to have you man it's really good to have you uh you're you're the host of the system is down uh podcast how long have you been doing that
0: I've been doing it. We're going on. We're coming up on, I believe, our third year now. So it's been a little while.
1: And so, uh, as someone who's actually never listened to the podcast, I am. I am not afraid to say that I am going to after this. I'm in I've a, never I'm, listened I'm, to yours either, so it's fine. <laughs> I'm in a music season as well. Uh, what do sure. you? What do you guys typically cover? Are you politics, societal stuff, culture, uh, conspiracy theories, uh, health? What are you guys all about?
0: Uh, basically the way I explain it is, uh, we talk about all the uncomfortable topics, the things that people don't like to talk about typically. And we do so in a civil manner, like, uh, the three main topics are conspiracies, politics, and religion. So, uh, it's kind of just the place to go if you're sick of people being offended by things. So we we just have conversations that, you know, uh, annoy people or, or that shut down conversations a lot of the time. I call it the conversations that your family prays you don't bring up around the Thanksgiving dinner table.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> family round the table's like, hey, anybody heard about Flat Earth? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
6: Sounds like you'll fit it right in then here, Dan. Glad to have you. <laughs> Good deal. Thanks for having me. I have listened to at least one of your episodes. I think it was episode 101 with the Massimo guy, the Italian. Massimo Mazzucco. Yes, yeah, that was pretty interesting getting prepared for this i like his meetings. clothes they used to have him at target i was gonna
1: say i'm wearing a shirt of Massimo right now <laughs> Come on.
6: and also heard you on i believe it was um, church and other drugs with jed Payne. so shout yeah. out to that as well
0: yep so. absolutely i've also gone on uh what is it uh since you guys are bad christian listeners you might be familiar with don't feed the trolls right oh yeah oh, oh, yes, yes, of course i've been on their show uh in defense of flat earth but that's not what we're here to talk about Oh, yeah. In
6: defense of flat Earth, huh?
0: Matt McDonald, uh, one of my childhood heroes, no longer likes me, it seems. Oh, uh, he
4: went on a a rant, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You got angry. He did. It's fine. I I don't mind it. Uh, And I don't even necessarily 100% subscribe to that theory. I just really enjoy digging into it and digging into why people believe different things, uh, why people come to different conclusions in life. And, you know, if... uh, If a a person can convince me that the Earth is flat, then it is until somebody can convince me that it's not. So I'm just an open-minded individual, and uh, some people take that to mean that I'm a stupid individual, and that's fine too.
6: I definitely haven't heard any compelling evidence on flat Earth, but go ahead, Chris.
3: Well, I was going to say, I actually listened to an episode that you were on today. I found it on YouTube because I was searching your name and Moon Conspiracy, and what (laughs) came up was a certain podcast of like, three hours long and you were talking and, and one of the things you said was, Hey, my goal is not to convince anyone or my goal is not to, you know, change people's mind about the moon. It's just, I want to give evidence that I have and let people make up their own minds about it. Yeah. And you know what? I'll respect anyone's opinion about that. And I thought, Oh, that's actually pretty cool. Cause I was thinking, uh, and of course it was definitely a preconceived notion that it was possible that you were stupid. Uh, but <laughs> after hearing you say that, I don't think that's the case
0: at all. No, oh, you wouldn't be wrong necessarily, but uh, my, in my opinion, like even if somebody is stupid, you should listen to them because you're probably stupid too on certain things. Like the, as sure. far as the the moon landing goes, uh, for me, like I don't, I wasn't like hardcore sold that it was one way or another way uh, before I started really digging into it. I, I am now. I have a bias now. But, but then we'll you started listening later. to Owen Benjamin. <laughs> yes, <laughs> dude. <laughs> guy's a smart guy uh but um yeah i i mean frankly is it's like you bring up this topic to people and you ask them you know do you think that we've landed on the moon and they're like oh of course we have why why wouldn't we have and uh you're like well what do you think about people who don't think that we've landed on the moon and they're like oh they're fucking idiot is it okay to cuss on this
5: show (laughs) by the way absolutely all right
0: they're like they're fucking idiots and uh then it's like, uh, so you're really quick to judge that person and say that they're an idiot or whatever. Um, but then if I ask you, you know, how much do you actually know about the official story of the moon landing? How much do you know about that time frame? How much do you know? Do you know how many people have walked on the moon? How many countries? They're like, no, I don't know anything about it, but I'm completely sold on this idea with zero evidence or even understanding of anything. It's like, what gives you that, uh, such a bias that you're willing to cut down another human being who is clearly done more research than you because they've come to a, a, a controversial decision that makes people hate them. Like, obviously they care more about it. They care enough to have looked into it and you haven't. So why are you so quick to say that they're stupid?
3: It's a blind faith in people of authority, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's Entrust. like there's a chair, and you never check to make the ch- sure that the chair is going to you know, be sturdy, but you sit down in it anyway, right? Right. If you were smart, you would check the chair out.
0: Yeah, and it, it's kind of like something I've been noticing with my podcast uh, in all three topics, conspiracies, politics, and religion, is that everybody's got this really bad pride issue where everybody's like, I know a thing. I know it. I know that God. I know that uh nasa i know that government i know these things but then you're like well can you can you tell me why no no i can't (laughs) just faith in government okay well that's not good enough for me and (laughs) all i'm asking is that you have an open mind because you're probably dumb too and it's fine it's okay we're all humans let's figure shit out together
3: yeah, I think that's one thing that you and I will definitely find common ground on today is that the government is probably the worst uh, entity to put together uh,
0: anything that's any good. Yeah. And you, you've got uh, anti-conspiracy people who are like, there's no way the government could pull off something like that. And it's like, OK, you you don't think that the government is smart enough. Like uh, I run in libertarian circles and stuff and they're like, oh, well, the government's clearly not smart enough to pull off this conspiracy or hoax it's like but you think the government is smart enough to put a man on the moon in the 1960s under the Nixon administration like either way you have to give the government some credit because they did one or the other right
3: Yeah, it's definitely a double standard there
6: (laughs) Dan before we deep dive into all this moon stuff which is going to be fascinating for the listeners I want to know why podcasting you know who is Dan like like before you even do this documentary on this moon landing that we're going to talk about you promoting and just everything that you've learned on your journeys through that like sure why did you get into podcasting how did that happen um sure and who is this Dan Smuts (laughs) sure well uh I if you want a brief
0: history uh the prequel series to Dan Smuts um uh I was raised in a very a conservative christian household my dad was a pastor and i wasn't allowed to listen to creed because they didn't specifically call <laughs> themselves christian if that gives you enough of an overview
4: nobody great. is allowed to listen to creed wasn't allowed to listen to personal prison
0: i wasn't allowed to i wasn't allowed to listen to pod because they saw the south town video where they're getting tattoos and uh, they have dreadlocks and they're yelling and stuff but it short long story short in my parents defense they did come around to that stuff and uh like we're we're, we're all cool now it's fine but um Uh, so raised
6: in the faith and still in the faith then raised in the faith
0: i've fallen off uh, in the past i've kind of like as hipsters say deconstructed reconstructed all that type of thing i've i'm kind of just to a point now where i'm like that I'm convinced of certain things in faith, but I don't hold so tightly to it that I'm afraid to uh, have an open mind because whatever is just is and I can't change it. So, you know, I, I believe if there is a God, he's okay with me uh, like trying. Most people aren't trying to find truth. They're just accepting what they were told. I'm trying to find truth. And if I end up being wrong at the end of it all, and there's a God in heaven who's like, you know, you tried. You were the only person that was trying, but you got it wrong, so fuck off. Like, I, I have a hard time believing that a creator who made me with this brain would uh, be that way, and uh, I think that, um, you know, it, it's just, it's laughable, a lot of the religious stuff. I, I do believe in a God currently. Um, I went through a period where um, because of some of my not putting, not blaming my parents or anything, but because of some of the uh, strict uh, things around God in my childhood, I kind of rebelled against it and was like, I don't know anything, and I ma- there's probably not a God. But I'm, I'm I've come back around, and I do believe that there is a God, but I have an open mind about it. So there's that.
6: And you. Would you say that kind of led you, the, I guess, into then your podcasting your desire to obviously create a podcast around these questions, that questioning, and being okay with questioning your faith, questioning pretty much everything that you come in contact, government, all authorities. Um, it was the nephilim. <laughs> so, but, and then you've, just, I guess, podcasting. I mean, I like asking that question to other podcasters because sure. I know I have the answer for just like I believe. Fullheartedly heartedly into being the next printing press getting your ideas sure. out there for the next Absolutely. generation that's just pretty much unstoppable but I want to know what, like why you chose that instead of like blogging or just mm-hmm. like a YouTube channel or something like that
0: yeah well I, I would say that I chose podcast in particular just because I was into podcasts at the time I was listening to stuff and I'm not much of a reader myself I have like ADHD so I can't focus on things very well so I get into audiobooks and podcasting a lot more so it's more my medium and I actually worked in the uh, the audio re- production field before um, what I'm doing now I, I tracked bands and stuff and ran some studios so I had all the stuff to do it I, I there was no reason for me not to do it and it kind of just formed because uh, um, me and some friends would just sit around have drinks and get into like deep theological or political or conspiratorial conversations. And I was like, you know, we might as well record these. And it was initially supposed to be that. It was supposed to be um, the four of us just sitting down, having these roundtable discussions about things. But it's kind of turned into a little bit more of a uh, an interview show, and um, mostly because schedules are difficult. I have no idea how you guys managed to pull off uh, five six guys doing a thing because I couldn't get four who are all in like the same local area to do it at the same time. But uh, that's kind of what started it. Just um, I I think that the world needs more uh, Jesus. People,
6: Jesus did it. The
0: world needs more Jesus, and Jesus did it. Yeah,
6: no, um, that, that's how we get together. <laughs> yeah, I would disagree with that.
0: It, it's it's miraculous, so I applaud you. But um, yeah, the the show basically just started. You know, it it started with, I I think that we need to have these conversations more. I don't see any reason not to. And as I've gone on and gotten into different topics, it's become more and more um, like I didn't necessarily start out with like an idea or anything or just like, let's just talk it. Let's just talk and record it. But uh, as I've gone on, it's been like I've had a lot of people come to me and be like, well, Your show is really unique because you kind of you have an open mind and you listen to people that you disagree with and uh, you don't shout or call names or anything. I'm like, that should not be a new thing. That should not be a revelation idea or anything. This should just be normal conversation because you're a person and I'm a person. If we disagree, let's just have a conversation about it.
3: You're preaching to the choir there because that's exactly kind of what we decided to do at the very beginning was. And that's the whole point of fade to gray as Omar would say, <laughs> actually, I think our drinking word today should be moon. What do you guys think? Sure. Take a shot whenever you hear moon. Mm. Only if you're not driving. Bottoms up. Uh, but yeah, that's exactly what we did. We, we said, you know what? We're sick and tired of the little, um, 30 second, uh, you get to do your talking point, and then the next person gets to do, right. do their talking point. They talk over each other and they hate each other. It's like, no, most people have a conversation, right. and they don't raise their voices, and there's no drama, and it's like it's fine. Yeah,
5: that's and real I think life. That you're, it's, not
0: so, yeah. it's not like a, a social media or whatever. Like it's the opposite of social media. We've gotten into this mode where it's like uh, news talk points. We've got the we've got this like. 140 characters you say a thing and then somebody else calls you a name and that's how we converse now it's like why we're all humans if you met that person on the street you want to talk to them in that way so why are we doing that
3: yeah it's the problem of social media i think and and certainly the problem with uh major news sources so
5: absolutely
1: even though even though you say it is nuanced it is it is uh whatever how, how do you feel about we mentioned owen benjamin uh I I am a fan. I would I would say I'd listen to Owen. But yep. it does bother me the way he goes about his stuff sometimes. Does it bother you at all?
0: Uh what bothers you?
1: Uh, just the the abrasiveness, and anytime someone questions him, you're not a fan. You're not a true fan. Your your mother's fucking retarded. Blah blah blah. It's like <laughs> Jesus. Like I get it, man. Like you're a comedian, and and your YouTube uh, channel is a bit different from your comedy yes. act, but it can be I, a bit blowhardy. And I I yeah, get where I he's coming listened. from, mm-hmm. and it's entertaining. It's almost like an Alex Jones type of type of yeah. person but it, is. It, it almost feels like it hurts whatever he's trying to do.
0: Yeah, it's it's gotten to a strange point and I've kind of I, I don't I listened to a few episodes back when he started getting into the conspiracy stuff and I found it interesting, but dude, same with Alex Jones. I don't have 3 hours a day to listen to you yell at a microphone. Um, and I really like Owen Benjamin. I like a, a lot of his talk points. I love his comedy. Um Yeah, I agree. Like, it's not how I would conduct myself, because if somebody disagrees with me, the way I see it, like, I only know what I know. And if somebody disagrees with me, it's because they came from a different place in life and they've gone, walked a different path. If if they're being kind and humble and they come to a different conclusion, if they disagree, then maybe there's something I'm missing, so why wouldn't I listen to them? Um, I don't like his approach in that aspect, but I can see where he i can see where he's at at this point because he's just getting shit all the time and he's just like i don't care i don't want to deal with any of this i don't need this like I, I i totally understand where he's coming from but i wouldn't do it personally
1: what one thing i would say that that he does he does do that is at least something that provides some closure for me and then we'll move on maybe to the moon landing is that he does acknowledge when he's been wrong about something or he'll say hey I, I talked a lot about this person. Turns out he's a really yeah. good guy moving on and that's right. that's pretty much almost it it's like uh yeah. I, even though even though it's not the the most uh valuable uh, big apology mm-hmm. you know it's it's something and it's like hey guys uh turns out I was an asshole about that so uh sorry yeah. about that anyways moving on yeah. so you yeah, gotta go do that.
0: Like I said, I haven't kept up on him too much, but uh, I've I've poked around at some of the highlights and things, and I I really enjoy like when he started getting into the conspiracy stuff. I was like, he was talking about the moon landing. I was like, well, either this guy is going to disappear really fast, or he's going to eventually get if he's open minded enough, he's going to end up start he's going to start talking about flat earth before too long. And a week later, he's like, guys, I I. I don't know what's happening to me. <laughs> like He's like uh, exploring it. He at least has an open mind. And Alex Jones doesn't even do that. Alex Jones is basically just a political commentator and in- – Loudmouth at this point. Like Alex Jones is off the deep end, and I don't care at all about what he has to say.
3: Speaking of five hours on a podcast, I mean, he was on Rogan oh, for five hours recently.
6: I watched all was, five hours. careful. I don't, absolutely. I don't if you Alex say Jones Alex Jones, anywhere, Jones three times in a row, he might show up. It's kind of like Beetlejuice around <laughs> he kind here. Of like <laughs> so just be careful. Oh, yeah. just, uh, um I've fantastic. tried it
0: because uh, I would love to get him on my show. I've actually Alex had Alex Jones, Alex Jones, Alex Jones. I've actually had actually, his actual ex hey, wife on my show. Dan.
1: Dan. I've had uh, Kelly
0: Jones, Alex Jones' ex-wife, on my show. That was fun.
1: Dan, do you not hear the ghost of Alex Jones?
0: (laughs) you got to say globalists. I actually
1: would love to be on the System is Down podcast because we all know the globalists are infiltrating every other podcast like that thumb, Joe Rogan. I'm looking at you, Joe. Uh,
0: Is it the Texan that's talking right now? Because if not, then you're doing it wrong no it's not me (laughs) that
1: would be the Californian and we just broke the fourth wall and I think we should move on to the moon landing because dang it you just ruined the bit for me
3: (laughs) well speaking of of, you know we're talking about podcasters who are maybe not as good at respecting people with other opinions Uh, I think before we do start talking about the moon landing, we're probably going to differ in opinion here. Sure. But I do think that there's no reason why we can't be respectful of each other, and I am very excited to have this conversation. So I think the burden of proof is on you, sir. Prove to me why the moon landing (laughs)
0: is a hoax. All right. Before we get into that, um, and again, like I said on all the other podcasts, I'm not here to prove that the moon landing is a hoax. I'm here to explore it and figure out why certain people believe that the moon landing is a hoax. It's kind of like plausible deniability. Maybe it makes me a (laughs) schmuck. Maybe it means that I'm just not owning up to it. I don't think that we did land on the moon, but I'm not... My job isn't to try and convince people that we didn't. My job is to, uh, with this documentary, say, these people that you're saying are retards, actually, they are making a lot of good points. So shut your mouth, because you're being much more stupid than they are by shouting them down, instead of just conversing and talking about it uh so before we get into any of that uh let's take a poll who here thinks that uh, of this gigantic circle of friends um <laughs> who thinks that we did land on the moon with humans and who thinks that we haven't
3: uh i'm chris and i'm raising my hand that we landed on the moon yeah okay. I'm Seth. i'm raising my
2: hand
1: <laughs> i'm andy and i do not believe we landed
6: on the moon high five andy <laughs> i very much believe that we landed on the moon Okay. And Omar here, I'm kind of in the same boat you are pre research, where growing up, I heard a lot of evidence saying that we did not. And it made sense. I don't trust the government. I'm really into questioning everything as well. While wow, we kind sure. of started this whole thing at Fade to Grey, talking about the moon, drink, drink. And um, <laughs>
1: I didn't they, know we so, could give a nuanced answer like that. I would have said uh, that shit.
6: So that was perfect. So I'm gonna go with we did not go to the moon. I'm on the did not. Okay. So we've got what two versus four here at no, this point? Three versus three.
0: Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's about Omar right. Omar and Andy. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, myself. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. I, I forgot about me. I'm you weird. are valuable, Dan. You are a whole human. <laughs>
6: Your opinion matters.
0: That's how humble I am. I didn't even notice myself on the screen. But um, there you go. No. <laughs> um so uh but yeah my I'll, I'll just i'm not sure who to direct these this conversation toward but uh it, i'm gonna say christopher because uh do you go by chris or christopher uh chris is fine okay chris uh what do you know about the moon landing as somebody um, who thinks that we definitely did how much do you know about the moon landing
3: I'll just say this, um, you know, obviously we grew up learning about the moon landing. Um, it's something that, cause I'm not a Christian like these other fellows. So it's something to me hell. that most <laughs> likely that, uh, you know, really piques my interest. I, I almost have religious experiences when it comes to talking about space or like, for example, when new horizons, uh, you know, whenever it finally got to Pluto, it was, it's such an experience for me, right? So yeah. the moon landing means a lot to me in that way. Um, but I, but once again, like I can't, I wouldn't say that that's me uh, saying I 100% believe it. That's me having faith that it happened, sure. right? So what I would say is, is that I think there's more evidence that we did go, such as we have obviously like all the uh, data, all the paperwork from it. We have <laughs> no, we all don't. of the, well, <laughs> what, no, we don't. well, somebody does. No, they don't. NASA does not. It's gone. Okay. That, okay. Okay. We'll, we'll get into that. You know. We've got images. We've got video, which I'm sure you'll talk about that too. Um, we have, you know, the people that actually went as a primary source to say, "Hey, we actually went there," um, which Andy's giving me the thumbs down. Buzz Aldrin um, is
1: crazy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um. Yeah. So I mean, I, I don't really see the whole big reason why to even like, first of all, if it didn't happen, ha, does that really affect my life? And if it, you know, I don't know. It, it's to me, it's not that big of a deal if it didn't actually sure. happen. I understand at the time there was a big race to space, but yeah,
4: I think that is the whole point of the moon landing and flat earth. It's just a distraction of the real, real sh- bad shit that's happening. I think I've, I see I view these conspiracies more as distracting shit from the the real bad stuff and Mm. uh, I don't know I'm not sure I mean I'm an engineer and I've seen the budget that went into there about 20 billion and I've seen the amount of time they got about 40 years um sorry man but we we're an offshore industry and uh, we don't know shit about rockets, but if you got forty years and twenty billion dollars, man, we're going to the moon. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's Chris. that's that's completely <laughs> separate from the government or anything, because yeah, government. But it's just the engineering stubbornness of like if you can dream it, you can do it. And mm. and I don't get like when you got some operation I can fa- dream that I can fly, that doesn't mean I can do it. Oh, you can try. I can try, yeah, and I just, can fail just like NASA did. <laughs> just, just, just strap on a, be- a jetpack and go fly, but burn your legs yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's it's from an engineering perspective, everything's possible. You just build it and strap it on your body and go with it. But I think <laughs>
0: they they did. Renee's
4: over here talking about strap-ons. Uh... <laughs> so, do you guys, are you guys familiar with Apollo One?
0: What happened in that situation?
4: It wasn't a good situation. Educate us. The first Rocky? Okay.
0: yeah, Apollo One. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he, he was knocked out by that first Russian rocket. Dude, right?
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so you you say uh, you stra- you just you do it. You strap something on. You go for it. They tried. You know, most people. It's funny that nobody knows about Apollo One, where uh, NASA was just kind of floundering around trying to keep up with Russia and what Russia was doing, and Apollo One. They're like, we've got this giant rocket. We're gonna do it because we're America. Go America. Fuck yeah. And uh they're like three, two, one, boom, burns up on the launch pad, three people die. Why isn't that in our history books?
4: Nah, uh, it is on Wikipedia, of course. But uh well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's on Wikipedia. Uh, yeah, of course. But uh
3: Well in Texas, Hillary Rodham Clinton is no longer part of our history books. Let's, so yeah.
4: Let's Who knows? <laughs> let's just say what did you expect i mean engineering uh is a uh, it's trial and error most it of is. the time and if you strap some guys on on a, on a tin can and f- and fill that tin can up with liquid uh liquid fuel and uh and just li- ignite it what did you expect man the first time it would be a freaking miracle yeah um, and it's, it's true you're yeah. you're absolutely right and uh
0: that's that's what happened and uh so chris do you know how many people have walked on the moon and how many countries how many people have walked on the moon and how many countries like from from how many countries how many countries have put a man on the moon and how many people as far as i know
3: there's only been like three people on the moon no dude seth you, do
2: you I want to wait? i thought that it was only us that had landed there just to be honest the six
0: of you. us here <laughs> no, the, the United States. <laughs> I forget, Renee. <clears throat> the United States. Sure, uh, Renee. Do you know how many people have walked on the moon? uh
4: Stop no, Wikipediaing. I, I, no, sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh check the sources. I always thought uh, I, I've been doing. I, I've been looking at what the Russians tried to do it back in that time, and they built like a, a monster rocket. But yeah. yeah, but they didn't make no, it. no, not at all. Time. They, they kind of gave up, right? That rocket, that rocket was a big failure, and yeah. uh, and so I believe the only country that went to the moon is the USA, and yes. uh, and I think the reason USA, 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 yeah. USA, <laughs> USA, the reason why they went Sorry. is that Sorry. they thought there was oil on the moon. What? No, of course what? not. <laughs> so, um.
0: Twelve men have walked on the moon in six missions. Yeah, uh, nobody six knows missions. that for some reason. Um, th- that's the thing, and I'm not like saying these things condescendingly because until I started doing research for this documentary, I had no idea. We all just kind of are like, "Yeah, that happened," and let's move on with our lives. And nobody actually thinks about it or researches it or talks about it. Um, six men, uh, or twelve men in six missions, have walked on the moon. Um, and they're all, all masons what they're all they're all masons <laughs> whatever uh from 1969 to 1972 all under the nixon administration and we all know that nixon was a really honest guy who did everything by the book uh that's what he's known for he in history. was
3: not a crook
0: <laughs> he was not a crook until he was but um <laughs> so to the the thing about this conspiracy theory I don't like using that phrase because it's a CIA made but this the whole thing about this theory of thought um is it it doesn't take a giant stretch of the imagination to believe it because it's not like it's not like your 9/11s or your the earth is flat or anything like that it's it's basically all you have to do is understand history to believe this because so to put it in perspective we're like in the cold war we're in this quote unquote space race with russia not really in a space race with russia russia puts a satellite up uh sputnik and then they put the first man yuri gagarin into orbit um, and we're like, hey, we're going to do it, and JFK's like, yeah, within the next 10 years, we're going to put a man on the moon, and there's a bunch of propaganda that's coming out, Disney, cartoons, all these things saying, when we get to the moon, it's going to look like this. We're being told over and over again, we're going to the moon, it's going to look like this. Um, all you have to believe is, we tried, we failed, so we pretended, because we're America. Go America. Um, that's basically the basis of this. Uh, I, I mean, there's a lot of other conspiracy people who take it to weird extremes of like we got to the moon and then um like i've been on other interviews where they're like what do you think about the people who say like we went to the moon but then aliens told us to go back and never return like
5: (laughs) well that would mean that we got
0: to the moon that would mean that we got to the moon that would mean All this evidence that I have that we didn't go to the moon is not true. So why are we even talking about that? (laughs) Like, that's a much farther stretch of the imagination. I'm not talking about aliens or reptilians or Illuminati. Uh, Like, I like exploring all the crazy conspiracy stuff. But really, all it takes is even if you believe 100% that the government is legit and they tried their best and they failed, so they pretended to make us look good because we I mean we needed a win this is around the time of Vietnam War Cold War all these things going on and we yeah. just needed to look like we needed a morale boost yeah basically. that was
4: exactly what I was thinking first like I used I I used to do not a lot of research in the moon I mean I'm in offshore industry so I don't care about space but um then I did and uh, my first assumption was actually, that we didn't go because you guys needed some uh, some good news because you were losing the Viet Cong and the Vietnam War and, uh, and the space race, of course. So uh, yeah. that was my pre-assumption. Like, yeah, this is probably like a propaganda stunt and mm-hmm. uh, uh, probably organized by some famous Germans uh, that you guys <laughs> stole from Germany. Yeah, during most
0: people don't know about that. They Operation don't know about Operation paper-click. Paperclip. yeah.
4: Paperclip. Yep.
0: Oh
1: yeah, I said paperclip like a like a SEO guy. (laughs) (laughs) Been in marketing too long. Hey, I wanted to ask you, Dan. So, the people who sent us there is obviously NASA, Um, and Mm -hmm. I've heard a lot of different things about NASA and and the certain imagery that they put out in their logos, all that sort of stuff. Why is NASA evil? Do you have any knowledge about NASA? (laughs) Why is why are they uh, you know, getting $25 billion a year? Why are people saying that they're the worst people on the planet? Don't you Why know? are they getting well, $25 learned, billion
5: dollars a year? That's a great question.
3: Don't you know the what logo is exactly? from one of the podcasts today that uh, NASA in Hebrew actually means deception? Yeah, heard, they
4: got the tip heard. of a snake tongue there in the logo.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's there. I mean, it's laughable, kinda, but it is there. Um, for this particular documentary, I'm not even going down those things. I'm trying to like laser focus in on the very specific, um, the very specific thing. Like you can take, like I like, like I said, all these conspiracy stuff, all the the evil, satanic, whatever, cabal stuff. I like that. I like digging into it. There might be some legitimacy to it. Uh, I I think that there very well could be, but you don't even need that. You can take all that off the table, and still, this thing doesn't add up based on what NASA has said. Uh, Just from, like, are are you guys familiar with the Van Allen radiation belts?
1: That's exactly what I was going to ask you. The next question.
4: Yeah, I'm very familiar with the Van Allen belts, yeah. I love Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, so the Eddie Van Allen radi- radiation belts. Uh, no, Panama. there, there was a long before 1969 when man first walked on the moon. Uh, a man named Van Allen discovered these radiate these belts of radiation that sur- supposedly surround the Earth. Um, terrible, dangerous radiation. We talked. Scientists talked for years. This is not conspiracy. This is not conjecture. This is science. Scientists said. That this is dangerous radiation. It's going to be really hard to get through. I doubt that we could ever possibly get through it. And then JFK said, we're going to go to the moon within 10 years. And so close to the end of that 10 years, for some reason, those Van Allen radiation belts, they just kind of went away for four years. We didn't talk about them. And now they're back. And now NASA is, they say that they can't send, send a man to the moon they literally now 50 years later when my phone here has more technology in it than that rocket like a million times more computing power than that rocket had they didn't even have touch screens that tin can got a man to the moon through the radiation belts in six six men in the span of 4 years and now nasa is putting out videos saying we're going to in these new missions we're going to send men to mars and to the moon but to do so, we gotta get through these dangerous belts of radiation. What the hell are you talking wonder, about? We did that. We did that in the sixties. Well, don't they intensify
3: and de intensify? Because what I read was is that there was like a quote unquote safe zone that they sent the astronauts through each time, and that the radiation that they encountered was actually less than what people who work in radiology uh, what they experience. Um, so
0: I mean yeah, the, the thing about this is like in order to that's not even like the best bit of evidence, because in order to to use that as evidence against the the idea that we went, um, you have to believe NASA. You have to believe that NASA is right when they say that there were belts or that there are belts, because I don't know. I can't prove that there are belts. Um, sure. So I have to believe NASA in order to believe that NASA's lying. <laughs> so it's kind of like a catch 22. But NASA, what they're saying or what they said before and what they're saying now doesn't add up with what they were saying at the time. And maybe they found some escape hatch that they they wiggled their way through the radiation belts. But um, uh, there's um, there, there's a documentary out there by Bart Sibrel. He's the guy, if you're familiar with the video where Buzz Aldrin punches the dude in the face, uh, <laughs> that's the guy. He made two documentaries about the moon. One is um, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon, which has a bunch of crazy stuff in it. The second one was... um, uh, I can never remember it. Uh, Astronauts Gone Wild was the name of it. It's on YouTube. Both of them are. Um, In Astronauts Gone Wild... I think Seth has a copy of that somewhere in his DVD collection. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. In Astronauts Gone Wild, the whole documentary is just him tracking down uh, the different astronauts that supposedly went to the moon and he's confronting them kind of deceptively he's kind of being a little shady you make him swear kind of have on the to. bible yes he's making him swear on the bible which i think is complete bullshit um as a christian i think that it's complete bullshit and he's kind of a shady asshole yeah, but um the things that he got out of it i think are important because he got one astronaut uh i don't remember which one it was but he has him he's just like he presents it like I'm from such and such news or something, and he's like, "I uh, just wanted to ask you an interview you, and whatever." Was that in uh, like-
4: Armstrong's house that he went in there and he was in his house and he forgot his microphone and he, Armstrong <laughs> was like, "Should I call the CIA to whack him?"
0: Yeah, that's uh that wasn't Armstrong. It was uh, another guy. It was another um, guy.
4: Oh yeah, he was yeah. really really pissed.
0: Yeah, there, there's a few of them. It's The whole thing is really interesting, but uh, yeah. one guy in particular that I find the most interesting, um, he asks him, so how did you guys navigate through the Van Allen radiation belts? And the astronaut says, um, he says, well, I don't think we went up high enough to encounter the Van Allen radiation belts. And Bart says, well, they're only a, a, I don't know, a thousand miles out or something. And the guy's like, Oh, well, then we, we definitely did. We just, we must have went right through them. We didn't even notice. It's like, you are one of 12 men where your entire job, your entire life, putting your entire life on the line for this discovery to go to the moon, you knew, you had to have known that you were going through the radiation belts. There's no way that you couldn't have because your life depends on it. And you didn't even know where they were? Like, you, you're completely ignorant to the location of these radiation belts that would have very likely killed you he doesn't maybe know. that's
3: something nasa didn't divulge to them so they would go ahead and do the mission anyway well but
0: yeah. you can accept that but you trust nasa <laughs>
3: <laughs> no i'm just I, i'm just throwing
4: stuff out there because i have no idea it's a
0: possibility
4: but sure. in that
0: case nasa is a shady bastard either way so yeah. well, let me they're let, part of the
4: government let me make so. a distinction between uh the government like let me make a distinction between nasa and 14 Forty, what was it, 400,000 engineers uh, that Mm -hmm. worked on this project. Um, As an engineer myself, I am way too stubborn to listen to. uh, The goal is the most important thing to me. And it's not like who's giving me the... Yeah, I got the order to create something. I got Mm -hmm. the budget. I got the time. And the only thing that counts is the deadline. And you work through the deadline and you make it a success and you be proud of it. So I, I, I don't, I, yeah, there's government involved, but there's (laughs) 400,000 stubborn engineers who probably, there's 400,000 Sheldons. How are you going to (laughs) go? How are you going to convince 400,000? I mean, there's, there's like different divisions, of course. So one division doesn't know about the division above and above and above, but there's still 400,000 Sheldons uh i don't know are you just trying sure to say are. that they did, that they would uh, be how, all corroborating how the same could they story
0: possibly keep this quiet Four hundred thousand people how could they shut them all up that i've gotten that question a million times yeah i'm yeah. glad you asked yeah. it because it's yeah. a really important question it's I a think lot it's of important, people yeah of course absolutely um the problem with that question is that's assuming so especially as an engineer you know how this works um Nat, like the the layperson, not you in particular, but the layperson seems to assume that for the government to, to hoax this, to fake this, they would have to – like NASA is this gigantic warehouse of 400,000 people. They brought all 400,000 people together no, and were no, like, no, hey, no. guys. There's hey, t- everyone. No, no, I'm no. I'm not saying you. I'm saying this is what most people seem to think about yeah. conspiracy-minded people. Like they must have brought them all together and convinced them all to keep their mouths shut. There were four hundred thousand people involved in the creation of this, but those four hundred thousand people were contracted out on all these different projects. They yeah. were all the the thing is, this wasn't a a conspiracy or a hoax from the get go. This was we tried, we failed. The end. They were trying to get us to the moon, yeah. so four hundred thousand people were trying to make a rocket. Then when they realized that they couldn't do it, they said, "Okay, well, a couple people only need to know about this. Let's pretend like we did." the end like 400,000 people had no clue they were doing their jobs they weren't involved in the conspiracy or the cover-up at all they were just doing their job to make a rocket that's
4: yeah. all
3: can I ask you a quick question Dan sure. so are you saying because I'm I'm hearing you you talk about rockets are you saying that we've never been able to create a rocket
0: that can get out of earth's gravity I'm saying that I don't believe that we have put men on the moon Okay. Uh, OK, I'm saying but, that it's possible that I, I, I think it's totally possible that we've put men into orbit. The, the thing is, you're, we're talking like before this leading up to this, we put men into orbit like f- uh, what is it like 400 miles up. And then all of a sudden, when we're really close to deadline, 36000 miles before sending a monkey or an animal or testing this radiation or anything, we went from 400 miles to 36000 miles. In a very short amount of time to meet a deadline, which well, that's because is... Peter wouldn't let them. <laughs> <laughs> They'd let him send animals. Thank you, Talking PETA. P-dog again. <laughs> There's recently
2: a documentary. I well, it's not out yet, um, but I just saw it at the True False Film Festival, and it's called Apollo Eleven.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: No, I'm unsure if this is like unseen footage or how this all worked, but it's the whole movie is actual footage. Sure. The entire thing, including them in space
3: and not all I said, directed by Stanley Kubrick, right?
2: No.
0: Yeah. If you oh. watched the credits, you didn't watch the credits, did you? <laughs> but
2: like I said earlier, that all three walked on the moon. They didn't. Only two of them did. Yeah. No, oh. but, but I'm just, I, I, after Who
3: is that the that that didn't get to walk on the moon that actually got to land on well, it? Like, no, if that was me,
4: I'd be no, fucking jumping out of there. Someone had to play. stay what? in do the you,
0: ship. Yeah, do you know? Do you guys know how yeah, the, got, uh, got the got rocket components. system works? Do you guys know uh, like the how? Yeah. So
4: I know, but <laughs> you do. Go okay. on and tell.
0: <laughs> sure. Um, so to, t- I mean, I'm not a rocket scientist, so i If I'm wrong, that's fine. But to my understanding, and most people aren't even aware like people always hear like oh buzz aldrin and neil armstrong they got to go out onto the moon surface but this guy had to stay behind what's the deal with that it's like well the thing is the big challenge that we were trying to overcome was uh so you've got the rocket shoots up the rockets come off and you've got uh, the orbiter that has a capsule on it that, that goes up to the moon and the uh the capsule goes and lands on the moon, then the orbiter stays in rotation around the moon, and then afterwards the the so one guy has to stay on the orbiter while two guys go down in the capsule and then they come back and then that has to come up and dock with uh the orbiter and then Oh, so home. the
3: one guy didn't even get to actually land on the no. moon right
0: Perfect. uh they must have drawn straws. <laughs> drawn straws for who gets to act which part in this movie
4: <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that brings me to the next question what do you think is more expensive actually faking it or doing the real thing 100% doing the real thing is more expensive no because, it's uh, not explain, explain. <laughs> making a slow motion video of 149 minutes long is going to be more expensive making the lighting requires so many lasers to parallel uh for the parallel lighting that that the sun makes uh it doesn't make sense at all um also nvidia made exactly uh, an exact replica of what happened on the moon and they couldn't figure out the physics until they put in all the physics that are required like all the physics and and then they could actually light up Mr. Buzz stepping out of his vehicle, and uh, so I—I I don't know. It—it it, it was 1969. We did not have—we did not have the technology to make such big slow-motion videos or anything like that. We were simply. What about 2001: A Space Odyssey? Why not? Yeah, it looks pretty good. It looks, it looks awesome. Legit. Yeah, but that's—that's yeah. that's like looks more realistic. A lot of years actually. Of that. Yeah, that's a lot of years after that, I think.
2: Okay.
4: Okay. Sixty nine
0: versus two thousand and one. Nineteen sixty eight. Yeah, Nineteen sixty eight. Really?
4: So the year before. Oh, year before. oh darn! Fuck. There goes my old man, man. <laughs> oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> and part
0: of the reason why I, I'm not—I know a lot of people tie Stanley Kubrick to it. Um, that's another tidbit. Uh, that's interesting. I, I don't necessarily think that Stanley Kubrick has to be a part of it for it to be a hoax, but. A lot of the reasons why the conspiracists say that uh, Stanley Kubrick was probably a part of it, you can watch, uh, there's a documentary called Room 237 or whatever, I think it's on Netflix, but it's all about the little hints that Stanley Kubrick put into The Shining. And at the time, uh, Stanley Kubrick was ahead of his time as far as building, like a lot of people say that they couldn't have possibly made a set massive enough or a studio massive enough to get these shots, but... Um, Stanley Kubrick was working on technology, it's called a silkscreen projection it's where you have this uh, very reflective material in front of your actors and then you have your set that is just like a normal sound studio and uh, it's I mean it can be as small or big as a warehouse and then you project this massive expanse on the background, on the backdrop and actually, I mean that it's what he used in 2001 a space odyssey which you just proved came out the year before <laughs> this movie did. But nice. um they uh they so if you look at the footage and the pictures of the moon landing um there's always this divider line which is <laughs> it seems to me or seems to people who uh tie Stanley Kubrick into this it seems like silkscreen projection technology because there's always a a small horizon and then there's the background um it it looks real it flows together perfectly but your eye doesn't pick up on the fact that there's always a line there there's always a divider between the foreground and the background which is exactly the technology that Stanley Kubrick was working on at the time
3: when you say a line what are you talking about like like yeah, give I me a
1: little bit of that, line. or or yeah. just where where the where the two uh, things meet. It's it's just so minor that right. your eyes cannot like even... like where do- the
3: moon and the night sky meet.
0: No, like uh, like you have a foreground and background. Like you've got rocks here that look a certain way, and then you've got kind of a line. It's very like you your brain doesn't even pick up on it as a difference, just like when you're watching a movie. But um, there's there's a line between what is there and what is behind it there's always something dividing it so it could easily i'm not saying that it is but it could easily have been this front screen projection technology that they were doing at the time and uh using for filming um and a a lot of people say that oh we didn't have the technology to film this uh you know because of like zooming in on stuff uh, camera work and whatever we had a simulator we had a moon simulator at the time nasa had the tech they i'm not saying that we haven't sent probes we haven't sent you know rockets up there with uh robots and things to inspect
4: um i mean you know, apollo so 8 went uh went full circle around it
0: sure it did but um they uh they they had a simulator for the moon long before they sent men up there like they there's a plaster replica in great detail of the moon zooming in on it showing what it would look like when we land on the moon like they basically showed that we can stage it because they were doing it they were simulating it for the astronauts long before uh we needed to you know convince the world that uh, and do you think that's a thing.
1: typical government move like we're just going to smash it in your face just a little bit more we're just going <laughs> to rub it in this is going to sting and you're going to realize it could it 40 be years but later. it doesn't
0: even have to be it doesn't have to be you don't have to be a, con- a crazy alex jones conspiracy theorist to believe any of this stuff it's like do you trust your government if not then like do you think your government lies sometimes what if they lied just because they were like hey we need a win right now and kennedy said that thing before he lost his head and now we need to like you can take all the conspiracy stuff off the table and just look at this as these are people who are these are scientists who are trying to meet a deadline um they're uh what was his name uh james webb he was the nasa administrator His like 20 years of his life basically giant part of his life his whole life was dedicated to this mission this project of putting a man on the moon He uh, so leading up to it, he said um, back early on, he said, yeah, we're going to put a man on the moon. And then uh, like a year or so before I I don't remember exactly the details, but a year or so before he was like, you know, we'll be lucky if we can put a man on the moon like he was kind of waffling on it. And then. Like, it was like three to six months before we put a man on the moon, this guy who dedicated his entire life, he's like. I'm gone. I'm out. He just peaced out and retired. Like, why would you do that? That was your entire life was built up to that point. And now you're like, just going to leave. And there was actually uh, another astronaut. I don't remember his name offhand. There was a couple people in like his second in command, like three or four people that were really high up shortly before we pulled off this greatest achievement in man, human history. They're just like, no, uh, we're going to go now. Which, to a conspiracy-minded individual, seems a little shady. It seems like they might have been like, you know, maybe the government was like, hey, we can't do this, but we're going to say that we did, and we're going to pull this off. Are you guys in? They're like, no, we're not in. Sorry. We're out, because that that goes against what we believe.
3: I wonder if anyone's ever interviewed those guys before and, you know,
0: gotten their response from that. I don't know, but uh, if you've got their information... Send them to dan at com. Dan, I have a quick question for you. Um,
6: when yeah, we're sure. talking about all this and you just bring up the subject of the moon landing, I've noticed, um, even within the circle that we have here at Fade to Gray, that it, it can get people really emotional. Right. And why do you think that is? Why do you think that people get so like wrapped up and wanting to defend something and then you start like right. pushing it? And then, like you said, there's not a whole lot of... You know, we don't really know. You know, we're just being fed these different stories, and it's like whatever story you choose to believe. But then, Mm -hmm. why? Why does it come with so much ferocity of having to defend that point of view and get? That's a
0: great question, and that's kind of the entire point of the documentary: is why do they? Why do they? I mean, if I had to guess, uh, I mean, we're still early on in the creation of this documentary, but if I had to guess, it would just be because you know this is a big achievement of you know, our country. Um, I'm a patriot. I love this country. I, I'm not like, I don't know. I'm not a communist asshole or anything. I don't don't know. I, I love the country. Um, I I think that we're doing some things wrong. Um, But most people, it's like, I love the country so much that whatever the government says, I'm on board. Let's go. I'm not that way. I don't, I'm, I don't believe it. Uh, And so for I think the reason why people get riled up about it, I don't understand why uh, Renee gets riled up about it, who just walked out, so we can dog on him now. I don't understand why he gets riled up about it, because <laughs> it uh, he really doesn't even live upset. here. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, that's kind of, it's kind of what I'm trying to explore, is why do people get upset? Like, is it just because you have so much pride in your country that you can't possibly accept the fact that possibly your government, that you often say on Facebook lies to you, lied to you in a different way? Um,
6: I've heard it put as even know. offensive, like it's offensive to even bring up the subject. Yeah, like, yeah. Like if you if you even bring up the subject and question it, then like you're doing right. something that's an, an insult to to people who've. Yeah, spent there was
0: their lives. a some sports ball guy. I don't remember his name offhand. I, sports ball guy. Tell. Michael Jordan. <laughs> that that's the one. No, um, I thought I had it here in my notes I I somewhere, but uh, th- there's a, a sports ball man who uh came out saying <laughs> he was just like in an interview with um uh he was just on some podcast or radio show or something and they were like yeah do you think that we will land on the moon he's like no he just flippantly said no i don't think we did and they're like really and he's like no i don't think so dude got like <laughs> just like ripped to shreds oh, after you're that. not
6: talking about um what's his name who believes in flat earth are you uh no, the, that's, the, that's point, the other one. <laughs> point guard, the point guard for the Celtics, I believe, what's his name? He used to play with. Uh, I, I don't remember either one's I, name. That's, but this is why we no longer have a sports segment right here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> two two different sports ball people who
0: came out controversially saying, "Hey, we might not know. We might not know everything." That's that's basically all they're saying. This guy, I mean, it's I don't know if he one hundred percent believes, Kyrie it, but Irvin, he that was just, my just. Kyrie Irving, he's the flat earth guy, right? Or he was until he was shamed into backpedaling but um uh i, I can't find it some sports ball man, one out of two uh, we got one name in <laughs> there you go we'll say it's Kyrie irving why not because you know nobody believes anything i say at this point anyway but um <laughs> they uh he came out saying just you know he was just like you know no i don't think we did land on the moon like I don't know if he's done his research. I don't know if he has points to back his argument or anything, but uh, the news people just came out in droves. And they're like, I have clips of it just in the trailer for the documentary I used where uh, these people are like, uh, you should be ashamed of yourself. This is like denying the Holocaust. This is like denying, uh, you know, all the, this is like denying slavery. Uh, You should, like, You're dis you're a disgrace to your family, you're a disgrace to your uh the fine schools that you went to. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah.
4: What so this dude is just
0: saying, maybe the government lied to us. And you're taking it to that extreme. Why are you so mad? Is the real question here.
3: I think the reason that people get really upset about that is because people put a lot of they put a lot of faith in unknown things. Right. So like people, there are civilizations that worshiped the sun and the moon. Right. And I don't know anything about how things get passed down generationally, but to me, the moon is a celestial body that, you know, people almost revere. And so it's like, when you talk about that we've gone there and that we've actually got to touch the surface of it, that means something to people. And I think that that's probably why uh, you get a lot of people upset. Now, I don't get upset about it, and I really, really love space and science, and I always have. I've always found some sort of weird connection to it. Yeah, same.
5: Honestly, same.
0: I love love the idea that we have, but I'm trying to keep an open mind, and as I... (laughs) like as i do this documentary i'm i'm just going to be as honest as possible and i'm like i'm unbiased or no i am completely biased because i'm a human <laughs> and every single one of you who are watching this you have a bias too so why wouldn't i why would you expect me to not but i'm all i'm going to hear out everybody if you can change my mind i suppose if you can like show me why i'm wrong but the more i dig the more it's like this is not adding up and Chris, you, one of the things that you said as evidence for why we've definitely landed on the moon was uh, the the papers and the the video and stuff. The original, the initial film, NASA says that they taped over or they lost it. They don't have it anymore.
6: Yeah, and except the, for Apollo Eleven, apparently. Apollo Eleven is what they taped over. Well, that's the documentary that that Seth was talking about. He just, just watched. Be, it's the in the well,
2: process; it's going to be released here soon.
0: No, the the thing is, um. We're not talking about the footage. There's footage out there, of course. You can look it up on YouTube. The, the like it's been copied data, and copied and copied.
4: Yeah, the well, telemetry data. No, the
0: initial. Yes, the telemetry data and the initial film. the The film that it was initially captured on. That was received
4: have. in America and in Australia. So, probably they probably yes, used. But there's not the initial film. No, but do you know how expensive film was? They probably taped over it, like you said.
0: Yeah, because they had a pageant or something going Everything on. Everything cost a really nickel, my grandfather for.
4: told me, when he was growing yeah. up. No, so Come on, Renee I mean, yes, You it know the was U.S. Expensive. government's going to spend a
3: little bit of money to film stuff like it that. It was expensive. <laughs> but and, and we're rare. talking about
0: building the Great Wall of China in space. This is like the greatest achievement in mankind, history. Yeah, that's not something and you we're tape over. we just like, eh, we won't need that in the future, I'm sure. There's, There's still and,
4: images, is there? There's still images. There's still films on the on there. You can still watch the film uh, and, Sure, and but what about the original? The original, right. what the original is
0: what we're talking about. And also the film the the photos that they took, I mean there's tons of stuff. Like we're only scratching the surface here. Uh the, the photos that they took, um, if these Van Allen radiation belts are there, according to high level photographers, how like you can't take film at that time or even now through an x-ray machine at an airport and have it not be distorted or damaged but we got it from the moon and we live streamed from the moon i have a really hard time getting a cell phone reception when i go down a hill but in 1969 we live streamed video from the moon yeah. Well, I think on the film thing,
3: I used to, I worked in a photo lab for eight years. I, I really think that if they had certain, you know, special casing for it or they certain didn't, ways though. to, they don't claim, well, that, how do they we know that?
0: that? We've asked them. Well, has anyone, asked them. Oh, Yes. And what do they say? No, like these are just regular cameras. Uh, it's I uh, I don't remember the, the camera company, but, uh, people have done the dug into this. They know what cameras they are. They know, uh, you know, whether or not they had the special casing uh, and people often say, you know, well, we got through the Van Allen radi- radiation belts without these people being, you know, damaged in any way, because, you know, they must've had like lead casing in the rocket, but the rocket was made out of aluminum. The rocket was made as lightweight as they possibly could. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it, it just, NASA doesn't even claim that they had special casing or they had special cameras or anything. Yeah. I, I would, that is interesting then. Yeah.
6: Well, Dan, it's been an amazing conversation. I mean, obviously, I don't think anybody's going to be convinced one way or the other, and that's really, I guess, what you're saying is not really your point, but to have a a civil conversation with people that may not agree. Hey, fuck you, Omar. (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) take a number, stand in line. Well said. (laughs) (laughs) Take a number, stand in line. (laughs) But, yeah, so, I mean, I've loved having you on, obviously. I mean, there's... uh, Gonna be people listening. Hopefully you weren't too triggered. Hopefully it's one of those things I, that like I don't we like. I don't know to what that means. <laughs> encourage. Let, let me ask
3: you one last okay. thing All if right. you don't mind. Can I'm I I do to wrap, wrap up, Fine. Whatever,
6: Chris. Don't let me. I, hey, I don't want, don't want to wrap up to wrap too, up. but I, I just go
0: on for I days. One. I can talk about this for days. Yeah, <laughs> uh, me too.
3: <laughs> go
4: ahead. It's real fun.
3: I want to ask one more thing. I'm just curious <laughs> because you say that you're a space lover and that you you know you're not trying to really convince anybody here, but my question would be why get so passionate about this and make a documentary about it? Is this like, you know, that there's a niche market of people who are really into this and you're thinking, go ahead like, and say oh, it. it cash grab of money man, off this. Chris, be, no. say it. <laughs> is, is, is this a cash no, grab or this thing from a cash? Why grab are you so
0: <laughs> passionate about You found about an this? awesome
4: title and had to do something with it.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> no on, honestly, like, it's so far from a cash grab, it's laughable, because I've got an Indiegogo page up as evidence that it's not a cash grab because nobody's buying it. Just kidding. Uh, I mean, we're close to goal, but I set the goal on Indiegogo as low as I possibly could because I don't necessarily need money for it. And I say that in the trailer. I don't need money. I, I'm i passionate about this, uh, I suppose, um, because... I think that it's really important that people humble themselves. It's really important that people keep an open mind. And we are in a time uh, where everything is just, excuse me, you said moon too many times and I drank too much. We are in a time (laughs) where, uh, you know, just, I've got two kids and right now you can't say certain things. You can't say certain words without people getting offended. I have a problem
4: with that. Oh, I know, I know. I've, I'm have i experienced. I mean,
0: it's as simple as, like, if you walk down the street wearing a certain hat, somebody will call you a racist Nazi. I, I have a problem with that. And I'm not a Trump supporter or anything. I'm just a person who thinks that we need to treat people with respect. And we need to be, humble ourselves enough In conspiracies, politics, and religion, we need to humble ourselves enough to listen to the person that you think is stupid. To listen to the person that might be stupid, because they actually might have a tidbit of information that you haven't received. And so, why are we so quick to go, fuck that guy, Uh, he doesn't think we landed on the moon? Like, I'm not necessarily passionate about convincing people that we haven't landed on the moon. I'm passionate about letting the next generation discover this thing that... Opens their mind enough to, I suppose, you know, enjoy life even. Like, know what is, know truth, seek out truth and explore. Uh, we've kind of boxed ourselves in as a society. We don't explore anymore. Like, we don't have the sense of wonder and imagination that we used to because everybody's afraid. Everybody's afraid of somebody calling them crazy or stupid. You should. Yeah. You should.
5: You should yes, be crazy and stupid. If I haven't
0: stupid. heard
1: or seen about it uh, uh, in my Instagram feed, it's probably weird, and you're probably a dummy and in a in an alt right weirdo, or or like a right. whatever, a crazy Christian or crazy whatever else. Like, if if you want to talk about whatever you want to talk about, and they haven't seen it or are not familiar with it, weird. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. If you're authentic, if you say your mind, if you actually are just honest with yourself, you're weird these days to extent that. People get offended.
6: Well, we lo- we the love the weirdos this. here at FTG, yes. and and honestly, like I mean, I'm glad you asked that cr- question, Chris, because it really ties into like the wrap up. Because that's your answer was perfect and beautiful, and it really is kind of captures the heart of what we're doing and why, why I think this conversation was so so beautiful and so fun, and I enjoyed it because you have that heart of like wanting to like spread. It's almost like it sounds cheesy. But that's kind of like how I described love. You know what I mean? It's like the yeah. selflessness, like really considering the person in front of you and their how their right. opinion is just as valuable and as important as yours, your own.
3: Well, Dan, I don't know that I can get behind the moon landing being fake, but I can certainly get behind the philosophy you were just talking about. Go, uh, I go really pre-order like that. the
0: documentary and maybe I can convince you.
3: Sure. Well, actually, <laughs> do you want to plug that real quick? Like where can people go and check that out at?
0: Sure, yeah. Um... Well, for the podcast, you can go to tsidpod.com. It's called The System is Down, or System of a Down, or whatever, I don't know. <laughs> um, it's on all the the main platforms, like uh, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, all those things. It's on YouTube. I do uh, video and release that on YouTube as well, of all the conversations I have. Um, the documentary itself is called The Moon, The Myth, The Legend, and like I said, we have an Indiegogo campaign going on right now, and... I don't care about money. Uh, it's basically just there as a pre-order. I set the goal as low as it would allow me to do, because I, I do video for a living. So which just happened to be
1: seventy-five thousand dollars. I don't know. It looked, <laughs> I don't know if it was down that day. The default. I don't know. Well, right on. Yeah, you know. Everybody should go so, check it out, man. I'm, I'm definitely going to be subscribing to your podcast. I'll be supporting you on you said Kickstarter.
0: Yeah. Uh, Indiegogo. Indiegogo. Uh, you, Indiegogo you can find it the easiest way to find it is just uh, moonmythlegend.com or cool. themoondemythlegend.com the the it's all on there
4: also so. check out as good as media we cater to the little guy with the big vision <laughs>
0: yes I, I do graphic design video and everything media at goulashmedia.net so actually yeah Dan we
6: may hit you up for some stuff here shortly
0: cool do it I dare you
1: for real, Dan Dan Smots, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for coming on Fade to Gray, and we will be sure to all subscribe to The System is Down or The System of it Down. Wake up!
6: Make <laughs> up! <laughs> hey, um, seriously though, Dan, also I want to know all you know about um, Freemasons and everything related because it's one of... We're gonna so have one you about on again. We, we need to have
3: you on again for other conspiracies. I'd like to talk flat Earth, actually. Yeah. No, like don't do it. Earth. I'd like to talk Freemasons. Why we not got like
4: a total station on the back and it can actually measure the curvature? So that's oh man. <laughs> But we can talk Freemasons I mean, and Illuminati and shit. Can like I get that. a different
0: point of contact because uh, Renee's my least favorite. <laughs>
6: person. <here. laughs> Renee's my least favorite person.
5: Oh
4: my goodness!
6: Yeah, just La- get a Marco Polo, then you have all of us. If you yeah, are a Marco Polo, yeah, Polo, yeah that's we'll, true. We'll yeah, that is
2: That's
4: true.
0: That's absolutely cool. hilarious.
4: Go watch. Go watch yeah. the Flat Earth on uh, on uh, Netflix. It's really funny.
0: I am going to kill you <laughs> right now. <laughs>
3: Dude, Be careful. Renee's got Dude. ties with the Dan. Nazis. His grandpa was a yeah, Nazi. Yeah,
6: that's, that's true. But, uh. <laughs> and Dan, you already feel like one of us, you're part of home because you're saying stuff we say every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we like him. Everybody yeah.
0: wants to kill Renee. Why is this guy even here? We actually play f- <laughs> Fuck Kill Marion. <laughs> Renee gets killed every time. I got fucked that shit. Wasn't
3: it? I think. No, that was uh, what was it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, something like that. I
0: think it was called the revenge fuck, if I remember correctly. Something
4: like that. that. Yeah, that's 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 real German of you guys.
0: If I if I was gonna play in this group, uh, Mary fuck or fuck kill or whatever. Yeah, sure, go for it. um, I'm gonna go with. um, I would kill Renee of course then oh, I yes. would marry him and fuck his corpse right.
6: <laughs> great that's awesome I think for the marriage sounds
2: Christian marriage might need to come first
0: nope, <laughs> nope. 2019 man have an open mind there you go I like that I can marry whatever
3: corpse I want
0: Dan seriously thanks
3: a lot really appreciate yeah, your man. time thanks for having and, uh, me. and I definitely I think we'd love to have you on again to talk more conspiracy I'm stuff me down yeah. Hit me up anytime me too I'm down what is up fade to gray family there is a brand new podcast in town fade to gray's own elizabeth williams has started a new podcast called four in tow a not so conservative homeschool podcast She's a homeschool mom of four who occasionally drops the F-bomb. You see, Elizabeth grew up as a homeschool student, and she's been homeschooling now for four years. And she knows that there is a desperate need of community and encouragement for all the other homeschool moms and dads out there. If you're interested in listening to Elizabeth's podcast, make sure to check out the show notes for the link. Once again, that's the Four in Tow podcast. We hope you'll join
5: her. Hi, I'm Kara and I'm a member of the Faith to Gray Patreon. I'd like to talk to you about an easy and affordable way to get your finances in order. Ryan from
0: BoundlessFinancialSolutions.com can help you set up a budget, learn how to invest your money, and even help you understand
5: retirement. And they don't just work with the individual, they work with businesses and nonprofits as well. What's awesome is they won't ever cold call you or spam your email. You tell them your needs, hopes, and dreams, and they'll provide you with their best options at your convenience. Listeners of Fate
0: to Grey can call 413-977-9967 and ask for Brian. Or you can email him directly at brian at bfs-team.com and mention the podcast to receive a free consultation. That's hundreds of dollars
6: in value. Services are available where licensed. Look, you have no excuse not to get your
5: finances in order. Visit boundlessfinancialsolutions.com and let them remove your financial fees.